This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel and my voice to those who can. It's time we try, it's time we care, it's time we stand. It starts with a voice. Welcome to the Special Chronicles show, Antonio. I'm the founder of Special Chronicles and Special Olympic Southern Survival International Global Messenger and a service ambassador at United Airlines in Chicago. Our website is specialchronicles.com, where you can stream archives of 750 episodes absolutely for free. And follow Special Chronicles on social media, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Special Chronicles podcast and our Unified at Work series, Season 4, Part 7, we're on the job with Kristen Lewis, Senior Manager for Global Community Engagement at United Airlines, and known Kristen for quite a few years uh, since we started the Sovereign's Ambassador Program about four years ago, and so excited to finally uh, have her on the program. So uh, please put your virtual hands together as we welcome Kristen to Special Chronicles. Sure. Hi, Daniel. It's yeah. Hi, it's good to uh, to to have you on um, the show. I'm so excited. I know. After almost four years, I'm finally yeah. on. It's exciting. Yeah, I know. I know. So, um, and um, I think um, Susie was on uh, like um, in I think when when we started about four years ago. Um, so, and so now it's good to, 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 to finally have you on. Um, so for our listeners, um, since we've known each other for the four years, since, since the service ambassador program got started, but share with, with us, with our listeners, how we got connected. Uh, and, uh, cause I think th- th- this October will mark the four year anniversary since we started working at United uh, here in Chicago. So tell us about, about, a little bit about how we got connected and your role at United. Sure. Um, yeah, four, four years in October. Um, it'll be our friend anniversary. Uh, I met you and the other service ambassadors on your orientation day here yeah. at Willis. So, and that was, that was very soon after my first day at Willis. So we kind of started at United, very similar times. Um, and that was really exciting. I got to meet you, got to meet your dad, um, got to hear a little bit more about the program um, and learn how I was going to work with you all, which was super duper exciting. Um, my role at United, um, I am the Senior Manager of Global Community Engagement Partnerships. And what that really means is my team is lucky enough to manage our nonprofit portfolio. Um, So we manage local organizations based in Chicago or Newark or LA, um, and then also our national and international partners. So um, I feel really honored to be able to um, collaborate with Special Olympics International and uh, of course, work with all of the SOSAs, um, you included. So really excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah, I, I I remember that orientation day um, four years ago. It, it was pretty exciting, and um, I don't think 
I, I know when I first thought about the job, that I, I don't, I didn't at the time didn't know that much about it since since we since you know it was creating these jobs for the first what? time for us. So, um, it, yeah, it's been a, an, an amazing uh, experience now looking back four years ago of of what we've all been able to learn together. Um, so we're going to go ahead and take a full break and then we'll um, get right into talking about the service ambassador um, program. And then later on in the episode, we'll talk about our experience um, being in Berlin at the World Games. And then we'll uh, touch on the plane polls at the end, end of the episode. Uh, as well. So our uh, guest is Kristen Lewis, um, Global Community Engagement Team at United Airlines, and we'll be um, back after our show break on SpecialQuanticles.com. Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly, candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialquanticles.com slash give. That's specialquanticles.com slash give. So we mentioned at the beginning of uh, the episode how we got connected, which was um, when the Southern Ambassador Program got started four years ago. Um, but for, um, and we've, I've featured um, my story coming to United, um, as well as Aziz and Kyle and Lowen's. Um, but then I, I've also, the past couple of years, like I think last year we featured the um, Houston uh, sources and in and, and the Denver sources as well. And so now hopefully um next year we can maybe feature some of the new service ambassadors um as well. And so our listeners um the past few years have uh, at least on this unified work series has um learned a little bit about the service ambassador program. But for our listeners can you tell us um from your perspective, how like a little bit about the origin story of how our um, service ambassador program, how our special Olympic service ambassador program got started at United, um, hiring um, the the four of us OG sources uh, four four years ago in in Chicago, and a little bit about how the program got started. Yeah, no, I'd love to. Um, so when we initially started our partnership with Special Olympics International, we had job shadow days for athletes to come to our airport. And those were kind of twofold. So number one, um, to get comfortable in the airport environment, which can be a little intense, um, a lot of noises, a lot of people, a lot of kind of making decisions on the fly, um, as well as just learning more about who works at an airport most people think 
flight attendants and pilots when you think about an airport, but you certainly know, um, and all of our SOSAs uh, know, that it's really a city. An airport is a huge city. And so there are so many different rules and there's so many different opportunities for you to learn. So Jonna McGrath, who um, led uh, our O'Hare customer service, but then moved over. She's now in Denver leading that amazing airport. Um, she and her team hosted these job shadow opportunities for athletes. And after doing a few of them, she came back to our team and said, these athletes are great. Like they, they could work here. I mean, they, some of them are so excited about, you know, aviation or the airport. They, they are telling me things about, you know, how the airline runs or, or, you know, how, how to board planes. So she came to us and said, how can we get Special Olympics athletes to work at the airport? Um, and our team said, that's a great question. How can we get Special Olympics athletes to work at the airport? Um, so she worked with the customer service team um, really to define the Special Olympics service ambassador role. So what does that look like? Um, who would be working with um, them, who would be mentoring them, what are some of the opportunities that they would need to feel comfortable in the airport environment, um, to serve our customers, and then how could we support them. So really, it developed out of, uh, you know, Jana's love for hosting all the Special Olympics athletes and seeing so much potential um, and all of you were at the airport. So that's kind of the origin story of the Special Olympics ambassador. Yeah. Awesome, yeah, I know we already love getting to know um, Jana and um, she's been on this podcast, uh, I, think a, I think we had, had her on a couple of times. Um, so yeah, it, it's really neat. And um, last fall in Special Olympics Illinois, we had a Athlete Leadership Academy uh, and she spoke um, um, there uh, uh, as well. And so uh, in you, for our listeners, we might like throw around the, the term SOSA or a Special Olympic Service Ambassador Program or just Service Ambassador. Can you maybe give us, um, for our listeners, maybe a brief kind of definition of what is a special Olympic service ambassador, what is a, a service ambassador? Because um, I, I think we hear kind of the, that, we hear that Sosa thrown around, um, but then like, I think I got an official, official job title, it's service ambassador. So can, can you kind of walk us through kind of, kind of the, the Sosa, kind of what that is, but then also kind of tie that in like, like our official job title is service ambassador. So kind of how those, how the kind of the the official job title kind of came to be, and then how the the kind of social kind of name came. Yeah, how they work together. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think the amazing thing is, uh, and you can keep me honest too. Yeah. What I'm talking about, <laughs> your job, your role. Yeah. Um, or how you started at United. Um, but the service ambassador is really um, just an opportunity for Special Olympics um, athletes to work in the lobby and to help our customers. So really be that service ambassador. So help them with directions, help them checking in their bag, better understand where the TSA line is and the, the, the standard security line is, um, and really answer questions. 
Um, I think the Sosa title came from, we really loved the idea of it being co-branded. So Special Olympics and United Airlines. Yeah. So that gave us an opportunity to A, highlight our partnership, um, but then B, to really show that we're collaborating with this nonprofit to create jobs for athletes, but also listen to what the athletes need and want um, in their lives as well. So let me, did I answer yeah, your Yeah, yeah, no, it, it did, yeah, absolutely. And, well, and, and I love that, that the, especially that our uniform um, is co-branded, especially um, with United and Special Olympics, because we're able to, when we're physically on the job looking at the airport, um, whether we're looking in the lobby or we're helping assist at, at the gates um, okay. as well, uh, we're, we're able to really, uh, even though, like you said, we're helping to give directions, we're um, helping to count bags at the gates, helping to check passports, you know, all those um, duties that in those those tasks that we do on the job at the airport, we're able to like people are able to you know, see that, that that the partnership is a lot more than just exactly. United giving money to Special Olympics. It, it really highlight and, and and to see us athletes physically working like people are able to see that it's it's not just like a like a a, a nice thing that United is doing, it's, it gives a lot of, um, 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 more, more, yeah, yeah, more of a reason to. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it also helps slow people down a little bit, especially in the mm -hmm. airport. You're moving fast. Maybe you're not in a great mood. Maybe you're running a little late. Yeah. Um, and being able to work um, with you and your fellow SOSAs, I think slows people down a little bit to be like, oh, Special Olympics and United, like what's yeah. that all about? Yeah. You know, just gives people a moment to take a breather and appreciate yeah. like, oh, wow. To your point, it's not just writing a check. United's really looking to see, okay, how do we integrate our partnership into the airport, into our training, into you know using our travel resources to get athletes to places so really making sure people understand that our partnership is um multi-pronged and it's not um it's not oh you're doing something nice it's it's oh no we're doing something really imperative and there's also strong business reasons behind that um, you know, with United Next, we're hiring a lot of people. And so I'm really excited that the SOSA program is going to expand to other hubs because I know yeah, yeah. we need the support in the airports. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I love that. And like, I, I've like those countless um, stories that I, I've heard of when I've helped, um, when I've helped people at, at the airport with giving directions or, or helping them tag their bags. A lot of people have thanked me for being kind and showing and showing that kindness and love and caring and support. Um, I, I know I, I've had Oscar Bunas uh, on on a, a, a couple of times. Um, most recently, when he came out with his new book, and that's that's something that he 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 highlighted. Um, 
of the uh, um, coal-full uh, values, keoing is something that comes natural to us SOSAs. Uh, and that's what, um, and then I thought other, like, I thought other, like, customer service agents say that, like, I think one person said that we are the, the missing piece to United. So I think that, that also kind of highlights the, the, the importance of what we bring every day. Exactly. And as athletes, you're, you know how to accept coaching. You also know how to give coaching. So whether that's to your fellow employees or to people in the gate, you know, you can enthusiastically get people where they need to be um, safely, part yeah. of core core, but also yeah. Yeah. Um, being caring, being really yeah. thoughtful. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what have you seen has been the impact of a social asset? United, um, whether it's you've because you've had opportunities like to travel to a bunch of the, the, the different hubs and and see not only us OG sources in, in Chicago but but some of the other sources that 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 United has hired. What have you seen from seeing us on on the the job has been the impact? Um. You know, I think one of the most telling things is, you know, we launched this the OG SOSA program here in Illinois in 2019. So that was right before the pandemic. Yeah. What a time to join the airline business, right, Daniel? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think the most exciting thing is um, our other hubs still wanted to have the SOSA program. They were really excited and inspired by what we were doing at O'Hare. And so they came back to us and said, no, we still want to expand. So we still want the SOSA program in Denver. We still want the SOSA program in Houston. Um, and that really showed me like, oh, wow, what an impact you all were having at the airport for morale for employees, but also, um, you know, for, uh, you know, our customers being excited about seeing athletes in the airport, learning more about our partnership. Um, so just the fact that, you know, it was launched in Illinois, but click quickly wanted to grow into our other hubs, even during a time of like, intense disruption um, for for our industry. So, um, you know, to your point, one of the gate agents says, you know, SOSAs were the missing piece. I think, you know, at a very turbulent time, having the SOSA program expand was a really wonderful way to keep our employees inspired and engaged. Um, and also during a time where maybe things were slowing down, it helped them you know, learn better skills to be more inclusive and to be more thoughtful um, with not only their fellow employees and the SOSAs, but also any customers that come in. And so um, I think just the desire for all of our hubs, all of our hubs are excited to have the SOSA program. Um, but then, you know, all of the learning opportunities that our employees have had, just working with you, being able to ask questions, being able to, you um, 
get thoughtful answers and kind of workshop issues. I mean, I think it's just been phenomenal. Absolutely. And speaking of you, you had mentioned that, that, that we're growing the social program uh, across the hubs. How, how do you see that we continue to grow the social program across the United Company, across the hubs? Um, I, I know we have talked like in some pre-shows and I know we've, we've talked like you and I have, have talked off air kind of like uh, I, how we'll expand it, but how do you see like us growing the uh, uh, social program um, like to, is it like for us like across across all the hubs to kind of be all on the same page or is it like because like right now like it seems like like each hub kind of does their own thing with the program or is it better for us for our social program to kind of when we expand to kind of all kind of have kind of the same kind of playbook where we'll all kind of um, hiring and working with the new sources all kind of like how do you see us growing the social program? I think, I think you nailed it. Um, what we're looking to do, obviously, we started in 2019. It grew during the pandemic, which is exciting. Um, but also, I think this year we're realizing we do need a playbook. We need um, not guardrails, but we need yeah. to better understand the capacity of the program, um, a succession plan, um, you know, continued growth in the company. So we're working with our customer service um, team and our HR team right now to develop not only the playbook of, you know, how to recruit athletes, interview athletes, and get them started with the SOSA program, but um, thinking through um, those next steps. So the SOSA's growth um during their career at United. Um, I think the, the main goal for me personally is to have the SOSA, the Special Olympic Service Ambassadors at all of our hubs um, and even expand into some of our larger line stations. Um, it's a great program. It's a wonderful way for us to um, be an active part of the inclusion revolution. Yeah. Um, but it's it's also solving a business need. We need folks in the airport to help support our customers as we continue to grow. Um, and so I think my my goal in the next couple of years is definitely to have a SOSA program in all of our hub markets, but um, to think through how do we expand into the line markets, but then also to your point, how do we have a playbook so everybody's working yeah. off of the same playbook and understands what, what the SOSA program means, and how best to support the athletes in the program as well. Awesome. Yeah, I, I love that idea. And you, you and I want to touch on, before we move on to the next topic, something that you said, you mentioned about having a succession plan and a career path. So can you talk to us a little bit about, like, how do you feel about a career path for us, so says, and um, opening doors to new opportunities that, United, because as as you and many others, like uh, like uh, supervisors and customer service agents, a lot of them get get to know us, uh, sources, and you know see that there's a, a lot more beyond all intellectual disabilities. Like put it like people are able to kind of look beyond all, 
all challenges. You see that there's a lot more skills that we have. Uh, so, talk, like, any touch on that succession plan a, a little bit more, and kind of how, how do you feel, like, kind of on, on what, like, that kind of career path could kind of look like for like for us also? Yeah, no. Um, I'm, I'm probably something I'd have to talk to my friends in HR about. Yeah. They're the <laughs> yeah. But just, just like Jana saw the potential and the skill set in the athletes that were coming to the job shadow, I think we're going to take a look at that um, similarly. So what are the skills that you're bringing to the table? How have you developed and grown as a leader in your time as a SOSA? And then how's that translated to other roles in the company? And what does that look like? Um, and so that's that's also part of the conversations we're having to develop that playbook. So there's a sense of consistency for all of our SOSAs um, at each hub. But then also what's the plan beyond that? And what roles are available, have the flexibility needed to support the athletes um, but also we know that you can grow into them or through the SOSA program have developed the skill sets necessary to make that next move. Um, so like I said, I'm going to lean on my friend, yeah. friends <laughs> and not over no, yeah, um, yeah. but I, but I am excited to your yeah. point, individuals, you know, folks that work at United seeing all of the skills and opportunities you bring to the table and not, um, and and ID isn't the first thing that comes yeah. to mind. It's yeah. more potential. Yeah. I think that's like one of the, the best things that I think that we are doing with with our social program is we'll highlight in and like we're not limited we're not limited to like the, the challenges um, when that uh, United is not limited us to um, simple, you know, to, like to, you know, simple tasks or, or to all challenges. Like, you, like uh, um, you and everyone at the global community engagement team, uh, uh, to, to our supervisors, to our managers, to the service agents that, that, that we're working with at the airport, everyone is seeing um, just, you know, by in, in, interacting with us and working alongside us, able to you know see us as humans see us you know with you know different skills and people are, are not even able to, uh, people are truly able to i think really look beyond all id beyond all disabilities and i think that's like that's the powerful power of uh, of of this program and, and that's what's Excited about us, you know, us growing beyond the service ambassadors' um, jobs. You got it exactly. Yeah. yeah, awesome. So we're gonna go ahead and take another break, we'll, and then we'll come back. We'll dive into uh, t talking about where uh, we were um, this past June in Berlin at the um, Special Olympics World Games. Uh, 2023, and uh, we'll dive into all, all about um, our experience uh, there uh, after this uh, next break right here on specialchronicles.com. We'll be right back. Support for Special Chronicles comes from Comed. 
Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the ComEd Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. ComEd is powering lives, and Larry is powering us here at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As ComEd powers the lives of us, they are literally giving a voice to people with special needs. We thank ComEd for the generous support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Learn more at specialchronicles.com slash ComEd. That's specialchronicles.com slash ComEd. Support for Special Chronicles comes from United Airlines Bridge Disability Business Resource Group. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with United Airlines and the Bridge BLG. Bridge BLG is committed to being an ally for all employees and customers with disabilities. Bridge helps to create internal awareness to keep accessibility needs in mind and partner with key organizations to empower disability inclusion for employment and travel. Bridge, connecting people of all abilities. Book your travel today on United.com or on the award-winning United app. Learn more on United's commitment to to disability inclusion for employment and travel at specialchronicles.com slash United. That's specialchronicles.com slash United. Our guest is Christian Lewis, uh, the team manager, global communication team. And Christian, w- w- uh, we uh, w- one of the big, um, in addition to the social ambassador program, one of the, the biggest parts of of the partnership is uh, with the Special Olympics World Games, uh, and uh, most recently happened in Berlin, Germany, uh, th- th- this past June, that we um, both attended uh, the world's largest inclusive sports uh, event. Uh, so maybe maybe be, be begin and uh, share with us from your, a little bit about what your experience um, was of, of how you United Airlines uh, so supported these World Games and a little bit about your perspective of why you wanted to attend. Sure. sure. Um, I think first and foremost, obviously being an airline, we were excited to be able to get all of those athletes, coaches, and volunteers to Berlin. Um, so I was able to attend um a fun kickoff in New York, where we had about 200, maybe 250 athletes, coaches, and volunteers, um, had a lovely dinner, and then the next morning split, half of us went to Newark, and we were able to do an awesome send-off for our athletes there, um, for them to fly to Berlin, um, and was just an awesome opportunity for us to donate travel to get the athletes to New York to hit the road and go to the World Games. Um, But obviously, just an amazing opportunity for us to highlight our partnership in a couple different ways, Um, you know, sponsoring the Global um, Athlete uh, Leadership Congress was phenomenal. Um, And this wasn't your first games, but it was my first game. (laughs) Truly, truly amazing. Being there for the opening ceremony was phenomenal. The energy in the space, the positivity in the space, 
the celebratory energy for all of the athletes involved and all of their families that were celebrating. Um, it really felt like all of Germany was kind of celebrating us with us because that was a, a full Coliseum, which was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I got to walk in with Portugal. I got to walk in into that arena and just the cheers and the excitement, it really brought me to tears, just the um, knowing how hard the athletes had worked to get there um, to, 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 you know, represent their country was just mind boggling. Um, and even though I don't sport, speak Portuguese, uh, you know, I was cheering with them and high-fiving with all the athletes and, and really felt like part of the team um, in that moment. It was just a phenomenal experience and you were on yeah. you were on yeah. center stage <laughs> yeah. so you could tell me how did that yeah. feel <laughs> me and you and renee and hannah yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh how are they doing that this is yeah this well is yeah cool. it was it was an amazing experience um because and, and and this was the first time that all 10 of us southern survival in, international global messengers got to also in addition to, to be on stage we also got to walk in with um, a few of the delegations at the, at the beginning of the Puerto Athletes. So I, I walked in with Aruba, and, um, uh, but, but then, um, yeah, all 10 of us were on stage. Um, Tim Shrivo gave um, his speech, and then after Manu uh, from Brazil, uh, she, she, she gave a speech. Um, but yeah, it was a incredible experience to to be on stage, like on behalf of the you know over six million athletes across the globe to to be um, representing like not only like a full athletes like in our region, in North America, in uh, across the U.S., but also like to represent all. The other, um, you know, over six million athletes across the the globe. Uh, I think one, one impactful um, brief story from my perspective of when we were on stage um, at the one particular moment at the end of my news um, speech. There was a moment where um, we all had joined hands, um, and then um, Tim had joined his hands with us, and. We all raised our hands um, um, uh, um, up, and that I think that showed the unity. Uh, also, the name of the, the uh, mascot <laughs> as, as well. But it, it, it's the fact that we all joined our hands together and joined our hands with Tim. I think it showed the 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 love and the um, like tr truly like the inclusion revolution in action uh, of how we all we're all um, coming together for the same the same uh, mission of showing that it, it doesn't matter what burials that we have, um, we're all from different cultures, we're, we're all from different parts of the globe, but we're all able to, you know, come together and be included, be accepted and and love and, and care for each other and, and i think that's that's the power of the special olympics movement is 
is what we were able to show when, when we were on stage. For sure. I think everybody, everybody in that in space that. felt it and like really felt yeah. it. Um, you know, and I, I was blown away again, this being my first world games, how much other content was available for athletes and their families and the coaches and the volunteers, obviously the amazing athletics, um, you know, but with, um, the leadership conference and seeing the projects that had been put together by special Olympics athletes, by talking to so many different athletes from India, from Jamaica, from Canada, I mean, it was really, really phenomenal and how everybody was excited and energized for one another, for one another's success. Yeah. Um, and I did, re- I did realize I needed many more pens. I did not have enough. I'm going to have this lanyard fully full and I'm going to have two bags of pens in both my pockets because yeah. I felt bad. I At the end of it, I was like, do you want any other pins? I, think this is United yeah. pins. I was like, sure, you can take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, the, the Global Ethic Congress was amazing. Um, I, th- I think because um, my schedule was really busy that 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 week so i don't we didn't spend that much time at the at the global ethic congress but then there was also the the global forum for inclusion um which was a, a, another event that was taking place manu and i co-led a, a session about athlete leadership and how it impacts in the communities um but then another event that we were both at was the founders reception um, and, and that, and, and, uh, well, I, I, I don't put myself, I had the opportunity to play in a unified trivia pursuit game, the well, um, there, 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 there was a few of us. And then I think they pulled random people from the audience to like play. And, and it was, um, I don't know, it was a fun game, but I think the, the buzzle, the, the, the buzzle sound was a little quiet. So it was a little, it was a little, it was a little bit. <laughs> You, because you and Bill were partners, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, um, why down the field? Because Bill and Daniel, they're both there. You did buzz. Yeah. So that was the tough competition. I, I felt like you should have won the puzzle. Yeah. You should have won the game. I know. Because I, I think a lot of times, yeah, Dale, Dale and I did, did kind of. Get, get the buzzer, but like looking at it, but it was still a, a, a fun game. But uh, uh, it was neat to interact with with a lot of people. Um, I've known um, um, uh, a few of Mrs. Shrivel's um, grandkids for a while. I, I've known Timbo for a while. Um, Molly Shrivo and Kathleen, um, the from the Founders Council, they were on this podcast uh, a couple years ago, I th- I think, and um, and, and so um, and Tim has has been on a couple times, and um, but from can you tell us a little bit about your your experience at the Founders reception? Sure, I mean I was kind of blown away by the spectrum of people there so you had 
some famous actors and actresses. You had representation from the WWE. You had Olympian athletes. I mean, it was really a star-studded affair. And everybody was so excited to be there. Everybody was so excited to support Special Olympics um, and be together to champion the work that everyone was doing in Berlin. Um, so I was probably maybe shyer than I usually am because I, <laughs> I, I was like, what am I doing here? But then I saw you and Renee and I was like, okay, my friends are here. So I saw Kevin from ESPN. I was like, yeah. okay, I, I know some people here. So it, was a, it was a lot of fun. It was really um, lovely and fun to be together um, and celebrate making it to Berlin, yeah. I think. Um, but then, you know, getting some pictures to, to put on my LinkedIn and my Instagram too yeah. with, with me. And I, I forget the wrestler's name. He was so wonderful, but he was so big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big. I was like, oh, yeah. It was, yeah, I think that the problem we talked to was the way they need that they're able to highlight the global programs, the, the way they highlight the spirit of um, this kind of tribal and, and how we're all able, um, uh, like, um, as athletes, whether it's partners, whether it's the the global ambassadors, um, we're all able to kind of still be able to, you know, talk with each other, connect and um it, it, it's already uh, i think paul full time to to be uh at the founders reception um it was also really nice to see so much involvement from the shriver family so much involvement and investment um to really kind of carry the original vision through and you can see like generationally which is also wonderful yeah. you know, yeah. oh, it's, it's already established as special olympics but um you know it's going to continue to be yeah. successful because of the investment of yeah. um you know the the grandkids as well so with the these uh, special uh, olympics world games in berlin just happening uh, this past june what do you feel has been the legacy of these world games so the, from the time that you spent whether it was at the opening ceremonies or the founders reception or the global athlete congress or what um uh or the the many different events happening that week what do you feel is the legacy that these world games has on our community yeah um i think after being separated for so long with COVID, it was really amazing to all be together, um, to celebrate, to cheer each other on, to comfort each other when, you know, things maybe didn't turn out the way that you had hoped, um, but just the sense of camaraderie um, and unity. I know it sounds funny because that was the name yeah. of the but <laughs> which side note was adorable and i bought yeah. three like, little stuffies it's so cute yeah um, but i really felt especially coming out of covid it was really phenomenal for all the athletes to be together um and and celebrate the fact that they were all there you could feel yeah. the positive energy and you could feel the excitement too. yeah i know yeah yeah the the 
Unity mascot was really neat. I I I, I, I bought one of those plush um, um, mascots. Um, yeah, for, for the viewers, um, Kristen is showing on, on the screen what what Unity looks like. But yeah, but yeah, I bought my niece who just turned two. Um, I I I bought whole one. Um, and then um, a fun fact: uh, I was on a team of global athletes who. Um, we, um, I think we had a couple of different calls, but we, we came up with the, um, with the name, uh, um, Unity. So there was a, yeah, yeah. With the, there was a bunch of us, there was a few, um, few athletes from Germany, a, a few of us from the, from the U S from different parts of, of the globe. And on, on a couple of different, um, we, I think we had a couple of different zoom calls, but we, we, you know, um, we brainstormed like different phrases, different themes, did like different words all around these board games and, and, and kind of what the, the message of this movement is. And so, yeah, we, we came up with the name, uh, unity. Yeah. Um, we're going to take one final break and then we'll dive into our final topic as we wrap up the show, uh, which we've got to talk about the uh, upcoming um, plane polls uh, that United is um, sponsoring. So we'll be uh, right back uh, right here on SpecialQuanticles.com. SpecialQuanticles is hosted by Podbean Podcast Hosting. The easiest, most affordable option to get started in podcasting. At Special Chronicles, we proudly host our weekly podcast with Podbean and highly recommend you use Podbean Podcast Hosting to get started in podcasting today. Sign up for an unlimited hosting plan and get one month free now to get started in podcasting today, today when you visit specialchronicles.com slash podbean. That's specialchronicles.com slash podbean. Our live streams are powered by StreamYard, the easiest way to create professional live streams. StreamYard is a live streaming studio in your browser. Interview guests, share your screen, and much more. Stream directly to Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and other platforms. Sign up for StreamYard today using our StreamYard referral link when you visit specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. That's specialchronicles.com slash StreamYard. Our guest is Kristen Lewis, a senior manager of global community engagement at United Airlines. And Kristen, in the first couple of segments, we first touched on the um, service ambassador program, um, which is, I think, one one part of of the global partnership with United and Special Olympics. Then we touched on the World Games and how United is. Uh, Everything that United is doing to, to support the uh, Special Olympics World Games on the global stage, um, and then um, the plane polls is, is another way that United is supporting. So it, we 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 kind of covered everything in this episode around inclusive employment to the World Games to now the 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 plane polls, um, and to, tell tell us so as we know United is the presenting sponsor for the, these plane polls. So first, what is the plane poll and why why United is is the presenting um, sponsor for this event? And uh, and then we've got a, so a, a quick note to our listeners: this episode is airing on September 25th. 
So um, we, <laughs> well, we, well, we call this before a couple of them are happening, but by the time you, you guys hear this, a couple a couple of these upcoming claim polls would have um, already happened. But we'll um, kind of kind of get give you kind of a basic idea. But share with us what is the what is the claim poll? Why United is, is supporting this event and about a couple of the uh, the claim polls that, that that we have. You got it. You got it. Um, I think we all know that Special Olympics has some really fun and inventive fundraising opportunities. We just had the Duck Derby where they drum, dropped thousands of rubber duckies in the Chicago River, which is one of my favorite days of the year because it's just so funny to me. And my little brother is obsessed with rubber ducks. So <laughs> he gets a video every year. There's the polar plunge. That's really fun and exciting, although freezing, and that is not built for, for me. <laughs> In taking a look at all of the great things that Special Olympics does to, to raise funds, we really obviously connected with the plane pull. Um, it's at our airport. It's easily accessible for our employees. And what do we have? We have big, beautiful, united planes um, that will more than happy make to make an appearance at a plane pole. Um, and so this year we are presenting sponsor at Denver International Airport, um, Dulles, and then O'Hare. And so um, the plane poles obviously um, are a fundraising activity for Special Olympics. Prior to the prior to COVID, we used to have internal plane poles, which were a huge hit for our employees. Um, we don't do that anymore, but we're able to harness that energy and really encourage folks to create teams to, to support Special Olympics. Uh, and so, and this may sound a little wild when I explain what it is, but basically there's a plane, usually a 737, um, with a giant rope attached to it, and you and 25 of your closest friends... <laughs> <laughs> who hopefully are very strong, um, pull that plane 12, 12 feet. Um, and ideally, the team that does it the fastest wins. Um, you know, there's competitive teams, but there's also teams like usually the team I'm on is just we're happy to be there. And <laughs> it's hilarious to pull a plane. Um, so we, through our sponsorship, provide the United Airplane. It's a great opportunity, again, for us to highlight our partnership with Special Olympics. Um, we're gifted some teams. And so Daniel's representing the Bridge BRG now. Um, we'll have two teams um, at those three plane poles with bridge members. Um, and then we encourage all other employees to create teams to fundraise for Special Olympics. Um, to where they're, you know, good leads the way blue out there and pull that plane and um, raise some funds for Special Olympics. So it's really exciting. It's always funny when I send a picture to my family because my dad is like, what are you doing? This is going to work. Like, I want to <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I know the past couple of years I've emceed at the um, plane pole at Ohio, Um and um, this year, I know um, we have uh, our supervisor um, set up a team for us, OG uh, sources. So, so we'll um, we'll be pulling um, one of the, one of the planes, and then um, um, Kevin Jill from Washington uh, Dallas invited my 
um, girlfriend Georgia and I on um, so September 9th, we're going to come out to um, Dallas to um, that uh, um, plane pole. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking. So it'll be um, two two plane poles that I'll be at this year. Um, but yeah, it's always a, a fun time, to, um, fun event. Exactly, it's a great way to like get your families out there too. So you know we have our united teams that are just employees, but also if your friends or your families want to join, and you're more than welcome to do that. So it's a great way for everybody to kind of meet last year we had a beautiful day so celebrate those like last fall days um before winter comes and pull a plane which you know not many people say could say that they've yeah. done <laughs> <laughs> and, um so uh so we'll uh, definitely um you you all um uh i'm listening can find um either in denville Dallas, or Oh, oh, hell, uh, the, the different um, um, plane poles that are happening. Um, and for our listeners, uh, you can, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll try to put links on specialchronicles.com slash united uh, in, in, in the show notes for this episode uh, uh, for you, you can learn more and also listen to previous episodes of this Unified Book series, which features conversations about the meaning of inclusive employment. So uh, specialchronicles.com slash Unified at Work. We've got tons of other conversations um, for the past uh, four years of this series. Um, before we get to that final question, question as we come to a close, um, do you have any final thoughts on your overall time here today on the Special Chronicles show? No, just thank you so much for inviting me to join. Um, I, I've been celebrating Jill and Susie and Sandra and Oscar and Jessica and so many of um, our other employees being on um, Special Chronicles. So I feel like I'm I'm part of the club now. So <laughs> yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 been a, a lot of fun, and I'm 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 glad that we were able to highlight. Um, uh, uh, three different parts of the partnership from our uh, sources, our inclusive employment, uh, the the world games, and the, the playing polls. So we were able to kind of get a that it's a lot a lot more than just you, yeah. United giving money. Like those, there 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 is a lot more. Uh, uh, there was a lot more. Uh, Meet to the meet, meet, meet to the yeah yeah to to <laughs> to the global partnership, uh, and so uh, to, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, roll uh, as they say in podcasting. We're going to go ahead and roll the bumper that will introduce the final question. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality, 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 dignity, 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 and the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever, and coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. So, ever since I attended the 2019 Special Olympics World Games in Abu Dhabi about five years ago, I've been 
concluding all these podcast episodes with one point of question that I think kind of gets to the, the health and gets you people to, to kind of think and take take something with them that um, you're not just listening to uh, to this podcast, but you can actually take something in and in, in um, as you know, the inclusion revolution is a big part of our special Olympics movement. Inclusion with uh, with DEI is important at United, and so uh, we'll conclude with uh, what does inclusion mean to you? Oh, oh. I'm back. You're back. You're yes. back. We're back. <laughs> um, you know, I think inclusion means to me that everyone is not only accepted but really celebrated for their unique skill set that they bring to their existence. So, you know, just um, having empathy for people, meeting them where they are, but then also celebrating who they are, how they show up in the world, and the skills they bring to their professional and personal life. Um, teamwork does make the dream work. Everybody has um, complementary skill sets. And so maybe something that I may not be good at, you're great at. Um, and if we work together and really celebrate both sides of that coin, we can accomplish more. So I think inclusion to me is just really celebrating everyone as an individual um, and knowing how special um, and wonderful they are. Absolutely. Well, that, that's a perfect way to wrap up this episode. Uh, it's been a joy. Finally, have you on, and that we're able to cover a lot that uh, a, a lot of what this global global partnership is um, all um, about. Um, we'll be back uh, back next week. So, um, for all of you listening, keep uh, tap that follow button if, if you haven't already, um, uh, and keep following uh, this uh, the uh, Special Chronicles show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or right on specialchronicles.com. Follow us on social media, uh, subscribe to our newsletter. I can find all those links again on specialchronicles.com. We'll be back next week. Um, and every Monday, every Monday, 6 p.m. Central Time, new episode um, will drop on specialchronicles.com and wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, until then, uh, choose to include. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Special Chronicles podcast. Our podcast was produced by Daniel Smikowski on the Special Chronicles Network. Follow Special Chronicles on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Subscribe, rate, and review Special Chronicles on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website, specialchronicles.com, where you can stream our archives of over 500 episodes for absolutely for free. Also, there's a list of our favorites, original series, award-winning columns, and blogs. And sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive bonus content delivered to your inbox. Again, specialchronicles.com. Special Chronicles is hosted by Podbean Podcast Hosting. Our live streams are powered by StreamYard. Thanks, as always, to our business manager, Adam Smukowski, who always encourages us to never give up. I'm Daniel Smukowski, back next week with more stories. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.